Hey everybody, welcome back to Forbidden Cinema. Hello. I'm Zach. I'm Jenny. And we're going to swerve a little bit here. So we were uh, planning on doing Dick Tracy, kind of our What Were They Thinking series, but we got the news yesterday, we're recording this almost in real time, that uh, Fred Ward had passed away. Yes, R.I.P. Yes, 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 yes. So we've had this one on our list, and we're going to go ahead and go with Tremors. It definitely falls within that as well. Well, kind of halfway, you know, the what we're thinking. It was part of my summerhood or my summers in childhood. I can't say honestly, like, whether we sat down and watched this as a family. I know my dad loves this movie. <laughs> I know. It seems like the kind of movie he would <laughs> it love. Does. But also because it seems like the kind of movie that my mom would like, too, because she kind of secretly loves, like, a lot of, you know, kind of tough, blow em up kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but I definitely know it's summertime when we would go and visit my grandparents, my next sister and I, uh, we have a cousin that's very close in age, a uh, guy cousin. And so we would hang out with him. And I know we rented this Tremors all the time, as well as Drop Dead Fred. Both strange choices, but they were regular rotation. So I know I've seen this a ton, but I'm almost certain, and this could be just like a a fogged memory, but my mom just said just the other day, because my parents are basically retired, and so they're watching a lot of movies um, and going back through and seeing what they have. My dad pretty much bought out every blockbuster when they closed, and <laughs> so there's just this myriad of movies probably they've never, ever watched. There are probably thousands of VHSs stashed in places that your mom doesn't know probably about. Probably so. And he uh, he let us into one of the stashes that your mom knows about here <laughs> and it was wild. I can only imagine. It's like layers on layers on layers. It's so strange. But she was saying, "Oh, we watched Trevor for the first time the other day." And I'm like, "Really?" Are you sure? <laughs> I don't think that's true, but... Because the Christmas stuff wouldn't be in the attic where your parents have it if your dad hadn't already stashed other treasures <laughs> in the normal places in the attic. Right. Their house has some weird cubby holes. <laughs> I don't know if they were there when they bought the house or my dad has been secretly digging. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Every wall is hollow. <laughs> tap, tap, tap. <laughs> right. So watching Tremors... Right, 1990 solid. This movie for me, I mean, I don't know. I could just go and go and go. So if I'm really going nuts, you can feel free to stop me. I had never heard of this movie when it first came out. I I was just looking back. I mean, this is the year of Dick Tracy. This is the year of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So maybe I was just distracted, but I don't remember ever seeing posters. I don't but I remember sitting in the gym because our buses would get to elementary school like an hour before school started. So they would just throw us all in the gym and just hope you would survive. And, <laughs> Battle and, Royale. Yeah. Tevi, a buddy of mine who is short for Steven. I don't know. I I wonder because I really come from an area in Cleveland where my dad says it's very ethnically diverse. But I never met anybody who wasn't white until moving to Nashville, so I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe it wasn't as much as he said, or maybe things had changed, but uh, Esteban, so I don't didn't know a lot of Spanish people, but I've never really heard of Tevi as a name before or since, so I don't know if that's a common thing or if just something his family made up. Maybe, but it's like Topher. I guess, I guess, yeah. For Christopher, which, I mean, I've only met one other person that did that, and I think they did it for a 
just a time period. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Like a fad, but. but who would later go on to be in an Ernest movie? I think we've discussed oh. before. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he was telling me about the movie he just saw that was just the greatest thing he'd ever seen about, you know, giant under, underground worms and explosions and gore. And this was probably fourth grade or so. So Yeah, that's right about the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next year we go and we visit my cousin's. Just outside of Chicago, which is a hall if you were a family that doesn't fly, (laughs) which we are. So, yeah, we first we go to Cleveland and then go to Chicago from Cleveland instead of going straight because nobody has a map. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Everybody has road atlases. Right, right. Well, they don't have sense, okay? (laughs) Because we know people in Cleveland where we can stop and stay the night. Right, right. That that's that's the key there. <laughs> Saving a buck, sort of, sort of. But so we get there, and so you know, I'm there without my parents, just at my cousin's house. These people that I haven't seen in probably six years at the time. And when you're six years and you haven't seen somebody when you're twelve, that's a long time. You yeah. don't know these people, right? Yeah. Right. But yeah, we're having family movie night. We sit down to watch Tremors. And I'll tell you, I still remember exactly when Aunt Paula turned it off. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Yes, we, we have sat outside in the backyard of my cousin Adam in the last two years. And he's talked about his mom's three goddamn rule. <laughs> yes. <he laughs> the has. third time it gets turned off. Have you ever, did your parents ever turn off movies? Yeah, all the time. Okay. But like I said, they had their own... Were there warning way of um, no? Okay, it just just like okay, the movie's going off. Are are you asking whether or not a movie was just turned off on a whim? No, but as it, as if as if my mother does not operate under whims. Oh, she does. <laughs> she does. Well, but my aunt Paula and my mother, they would tell you like, oh, if this happens again, the movie's getting shut off. So it's like it's my fault. So I having to watch this movie and will. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, don't say goddamn again. Kevin Bacon, don't say goddamn again. Or Spaceballs. <laughs> Nobody say ass again. <laughs> if anybody says ass again, the movie's getting shut off. <laughs> you just know. I mean, if you've got that, if, if you have that many that early. Like, we're not going to make it. We're no. not going to make it. Like, come on, please, please, please. Just clean up your filthy act. <laughs> Like, of course, this is part of the reason why I want to watch this movie, but also I know it, it's the, it's not going to pass the test. It's not exactly, gonna... exactly. So then, next chance to watch this movie, we're watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Tremors at the Adventure Science Center. At the time was the Cumberland Science Museum Sleepover. Oh, Yes, uh, I went he, to a science museum that? sleepover. Oh, several times. Okay. Several times. Those always look like fun. They have adult ones now, or they did pre-COVID. I don't know about now, now. but Yeah, we should maybe check that out. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I just remember watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and great little, you know, everybody's having a blast. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles gets a little slow in the middle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember waking up right when they throw the last dynamite. Oh, so you missed, I missed the, entire the entire movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I've since seen it, you know, on TBS or whatever, but I, th- I feel like this is probably the first time I ever saw the movie full language intact. Well, there you go. Congratulations. <laughs> what's your, what's I, I'm your... in my 40s, so I get, to, I, get to, I get to watch movies that say swear words. Right. So, so tell me what you think. I had a blast in this movie. <laughs> And I hate to say it, but I think 
Val and Earl, if they're not swearing every other word, it, it takes a little something away. That's just... They're delightfully low class. Yes. Yes. I mean, they're this bumbling, dynamic duo. And in the same vein, like, I know this was part of, like I said, I know I watched this many, many times, but I didn't really remember it in a fully cohesive way. You know, I remember, like, um, a couple of, like, jump scenes, which you could tell. I was like, oh, I know it's coming. Oh, and you were still jumping. It was so <laughs> cute. And, you know... I still get to take... I still get to take her to horror movies and stuff to, <laughs> and she'll all jump and like cuddle up next to me. It, it's yeah. <laughs> um, but so, and I remember how the last one died. I remember that distinctly, but you know, it's definitely. And, and of course, of course, Michael, Michael gross, Michael gross, Michael gross. Yeah. Um, I just have family ties. Dad, like FTD <laughs> is like literally what I have in my notes the entire time. But yeah, Michael Gross and Reba. And Reba, yes. Just so good. So like, I don't really want to take away from going deeper, but you know, this is something like kind of, I know, like, you, you know, like there's a bunch of sequels to this. Yes, I believe that I, that there's seven films in this series. And I think that Michael Gross is the only survivor. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's the through line of all of it. There are seven films and two TV series. Wow. One TV series was not picked up after the pilot, but, uh, but yeah, so... He is the through line. His partner in the seventh movie, I think, is uh, Napoleon Dynamite, John Heater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. I've seen one with like a weird, I don't know if it's Native American kind of thing Well, there's going one where on. they go back to the 1800s. And... I don't know. I, there's some There's some very... Some... I remember seeing box covers at Blockbuster and thinking, eh, pass. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of... Poetic license is not the word I want. Um, it is not, a, but it is the only word. And so I have, just have to say it out loud because it's blocking whatever I want. Creative license is what gotcha. I want. I think the second one, though, I have seen. I think uh, Fred Ward is back for that one. I think so. I think they many times mention that Val has gotten rich and is now way too important to, <laughs> to come back to perfection. It, sound, it sounds subtle, like... Subtle dig. Right. It sounds like some Olsen twins dig <laughs> on the, like the Fuller House reboot. But so... We start this movie like just true capturing the the watching experience. We're 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 streaming it, and it starts with an FBI warning. Oh my goodness! Yes, like this has just been ripped to then be streamed. Like I don't know what what station what, what it was. That, it was on Amazon. On yeah. Amazon. Amazon Prime. Like let's remaster this stuff. You just. <laughs> You just like straight put it on there. They like bought a DVD from someone who listed it on their site <laughs> and just uploaded it. It felt like when you go to a repertory theater and you get there and the DVD screen is on the screen and someone yes. just goes and hits play. Exactly. Yes, it's a better experience than seeing it at home. But they're still just putting play on a DVD. Yeah, Kevin Bacon Lover 24 was selling one of his copies of this movie. <laughs> and they're like, we don't actually have this. Like, <laughs> Is there somebody waiting at the Amazon office when we hit stream? Like, oh, turn it on. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, hey, somebody, somebody's hitting play on, on Tremors. <laughs> so, right. We start. We've got Kevin Bacon back to camera. Free in the bacon. I said, Kevin Bacon turns around and there's no dick hanging out. Like, what a change for our podcast. <laughs> Every time he's turned around, <laughs> the entire time it's been flopping around. I, I would imagine that there's probably some sort of... Co oh, why can't I use words today? Guys, she is, what, like two hours off of COVID isolation. I'm still on for another day and a half. 
and she didn't leave. She's still here. We might have to worry about her mental state. <laughs> she could go anywhere, and I'm not allowed to follow. And she chose to stay with me. This <laughs> it is it is 3.30, and we're drinking mimosas while we talk about trimmers. It's a little bit of a weird vibe. Um, You're allowed to drink champagne for breakfast if you put a little teeny bit of orange juice in it. And it's the weekend. You can... Uh, yeah. Anything anything It's national, goes. baby. Right, exactly. We brunch hard. Yeah, so, no, the word I want, correlation. I think there's some sort of correlation between dick and hair. He's got a lot of hair right now. (laughs) Very little dick happening. I think is... Uh, I think that it could be part of our our Kevin Bacon research. I don't know. We might have to check out Hollow Man and see what's going on there. Um, Didn't we watch some Hollow Man the other day? Uh, I think so. It was on TV. It was one of those ones you probably left on and like went somewhere. And I'm like, why am I watching this? (laughs) I think that's the most I've ever seen of it. Was that two or three minutes? Next thing I just said is the cows are not amused. I don't know if you have anything before that, but he's doing a stampede and waking them up and and just like looks over at the cows and they are they do not find his joke humorous. They didn't. But I did I did like his like, what's the minimum number of cows for a stampede? Because I don't know. I mean, write that down. I'm curious. Um, I mean, one giant worm will do it, so. Apparently. But so I've got. We've I got, love that, though. The, 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 the opening thing is stampede, and then the two of them searching in all of their pockets for a lighter and cigarettes. And that is like right at the end. I've never noticed that before. Yeah, all, all the same, same. Kind of the same, the thing that like they've lucked into their destiny. None of their activities have actually changed. Mm-hmm. Like their whole thing this whole time is like, if we make a plan, then we can get the hell out of here. And we can't plan any farther than today. Because, and that's why we can't get out of here. But it's kind of the same thing. Like they kind of have some in the moment plans, but still search. Yeah. Searching for lighters, still, still stampede. I just have their smoking. There's cutoffs. This is the nineties. I mean, these are, I don't know if we're really supposed to find either one of them. I mean, obviously Kevin Bacon is our love interest. Eventually it's a little tacked on kind of, I don't think it was really necessary, but we also have Fred Ward, like, kind of being attracted to our science chick later on here and they're both pretty attractive men i mean they're but they're bumbly and you know they're doing handyman jobs but even then there are good guys and they're smoking and and that's just you know we we talked about that the last time they're some of the least flawed heroes that we've had they kind of do the right thing constantly they're heading yeah. out of town, and then so the bad happens, so they go back to help everybody else out. They're yeah. constantly turning around to help everybody out when they could have just kept going. True. They, they're they decidedly low class, but that's really their only shortcoming. They, But that just is what it is. I mean, they live in perfection, Nevada. Yes, I mean, yes. could any place look more like an Old West town? I mean, it is just like a strip of nothing. I think there are actually like hundreds of Westerns that have been shot in this town. Really? So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think they're just... Everyone knows them, so they're kind of big time for where they are, honestly. <laughs> they're kind of local celebrities in a way. There's 14 people who live in the town of perfection, and there's a general store. It just seems... <laughs> I don't know what kind of margin they're operating on there, but yeah, I think you need more than 14 customers to really support a store. I don't know if you only get... I mean, but what are your expenses? You, you buy that stuff, you got a lot of canned goods, you got a lot of things that are sitting on the shelf, not a lot of perishable things. I don't think if I'm the proprietor of a general store, for I guess there's 13 people besides me in this town, mm-hmm. I'm not sitting there at the counter all day. Like, call me and let me know when you're coming. What else you got to do <laughs> but hang out at the general store? I mean, 
it seems like the perfect thing to do. You're just going to sit at your house and watch TV. Isn't No one watches TV. There's hmm. no TVs in this. I would noticed that. I mean, they, they take the TV out of the trailer when they're going. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. So I guess the, they do t- it. Uh, the TV and the vacuum cleaner. A vacuum cleaner, right. <laughs> but right. So yeah, they're handymen. They're mending fences. They're camping in the back of the pickup truck. Like, I mean, there is nothing for my- miles. Then we, they're they're driving back. They're trying to decide what they're supposed to do today. Like whether it's bury trash or do this or that. Um, you know, it's gonna, they're going to make 50 bucks. But even then, like they're like that's like forty seven dollars more than we have. So they have negative three dollars between the, the two of them. But their expenses again can't gas. Gas has to be the only thing that's costing them anything. All this driving around, all this open country. But so then we see a truck, and it's like, oh, it's the it's the new research kid. And it's like that one's supposed to be a girl. <laughs> this is like doon doon as he like is flying off the. He says. Did, did you write down what he says? I, I, I remember because I was like, you will have. I was just like, he's talking to her. Like, you, he will says, you will have long blonde hair. You will have long blonde hair, green eyes, world-class breasts, and legs all the way up. <laughs> Maybe, I think he threw in a butt that don't quit in there I somewhere. I think there was a butt that don't quit. I think you're right, yes. <laughs> Chick bebops up. She's a brunette, kinky curly hair, wearing a little bucket hat, a little zinc oxide on her nose. She's adorable. <laughs> but he's like, <laughs> And, you know, Fred Ward, they're talking, talking about the seismographs, and she's, that's what she is. She's a geological seismograph researcher kid for the summer. She's checking out, watching all the seismographs, and she's asking whether or not there's been some drilling or digging, and they're like, nothing happens here. Um, she's like, but I'm just getting some weird readings, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll check in on that. And uh, Fred Ward's a little smitten. He thinks she's cute, and I was like, he likes him smart. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to sit here thinking of... What a literal woman with a butt that doesn't quit and legs that go all the way up looks like. It's kind of horrifying. It <laughs> probably is. Yeah, it's it's a real strange, strange look. Yeah, it's just probably like all legs. <laughs> where, where does the where does the butt start? Is that? <laughs> is it, I think you can get that merch from um, How Does This Get Made? <laughs> you might be able to. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, and, he, and Val's just like, I'm a victim of circumstance. And Earl says, I think that's your pecker. <laughs> Which I will say, 1990s, we got these two guys, our, our, our main main characters. It doesn't get crude. No, not They're really. They're no. really not crude at all. There's That's the most sexualized this gets right here. This- I mean, every time he's swearing in front of her, he's like, pardon my French, pardon my French. <laughs> and like, what is this something? He says like, pardon my French, the bastard. Whatever. Like he's like swears immediately right after. <laughs> but you know, he's, he's recognizing there's a lady in the room. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but so, yeah, I mean, I, I give it that, that this movie could have gone a lot of different places and you could say that the tone it's, on its head, it has a weird tone, but it works. Completely. I would say this walks that horror comedy mm-hmm. just like a tightrope. It's so good. I, I would say this owes a lot to Evil Dead. The cinematography owes a lot. It owes a lot to Gremlins. Mm-hmm. But I would say this walks that horror comedy line better than anything up to that moment. Well, and I think it does it so well because it's it's. All of the comedy is perfectly situational. They're not 
shoehorning it in. You know, it's not like we're trying to be glib. We're trying to be too smart for a good, which a lot of horror comedy does later on. A lot of dark, you know, dark comedy. Oh, yeah. Jenny didn't make it through uh, House in the Woods. No, it's no, I'm not. No, I can't. Can't. It's just I don't. I draw the line on on horror that has to do with like the evil things that men do, like because people do evil things, and I just don't want to watch that as entertainment. Anyway, that's that's my soapbox on that. Yeah, you're just gonna listen to the true crime podcast making fun of it. <laughs> I mean, there the, you could say that the the worldwide interest in true crime is for self preservation and <laughs> learn, learning what not to do. There you go. Um, I, I think that there's actually a lot of research into that. Oh my. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think all the comedy here it. It works so well because it's exactly what someone like. It's like here we are in a situation, and it's sometimes it's just going to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And they lean into that and just do it really, really well. It none of it feels crazy um, at all. I didn't quite pick up at times. I was trying to count the population because it says population fourteen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if the guy up in the whatever the tower if he was part of the population. Probably. You know, if, you know, Val and Earl, are they part of the population? Is the only people that live in the city limits? Well, I mean... The doctor and his wife. How many people do we meet? I'm trying to think. I think we have eight survivors, and I think the Graboids get six town people plus the four people on the outskirts. So it, it, it adds up. That adds up. Adds yeah, up. six town people, that's 14. So, yeah, and then we got our little uh, road, road worker guys, electric lines or whatever they're doing. Next um, thing I just said it was Reba, 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 and then I was like, "Family ties, family ties, dad and his hollow point bullets." <laughs> right into it. I mean, they are character power couple. Yes, <laughs> it's so good. I love Reba McIntyre. I mean, she's maybe not bringing that Dolly energy to this, but she's almost. She's getting close. I'm- She's getting really close. But she she plays it so straight. It's not... If Dolly was in this, it would be kind of like, wink, this is Dolly playing this kind of character. No, she's not playing Reba McIntyre playing this no. character. She is just playing the character and mm-hmm. doing it pretty well, too. I, I 100% believe. You know, she's spouting out facts about the penetration and the, you know, <laughs> the gun, whatever. And like, huh, okay. She knows what's going on. You know, they've they spent all this time and, and they're just, they're so funny. <laughs> and so we, we, got, we got, we just meet them. We're just meeting people in their life kind of day to day, like what they do. Cause it feels like probably any given day at this particular time, you're probably going to hear this pretty similar conversation. Yeah, I good think job kind of driving through town and getting, you know, we got the girl on the pogo stick, the guy that's a douchebag, the mom who's a, a sculptor or whatever. She needs her kiln up and running. Mm-hmm. And we get, you know, the store owner and Miguel, we get the whole town all in about what, you know, two minutes time. And it's just a slice of life. I like it. Yeah, it's great. It's great. They've got their their next work order, so to speak. So they're going to the tra- like the trailer with the, the punk ass kid. I mean, a movie like this has to have a punk ass kid who doesn't get it. Um, that's <laughs> yes. that's a prerequisite when they were going down the the list of who we need to cast. Um, and so they're they're pumping the septic tank. They have a septic mishap, and that's it. <laughs> the kid is just laughing. That's it. Like they're getting the heck out of Dodge. Like this is it. We've been talking the whole time. We got to get out of here. Got to get out of here. What are we gonna do? And like that was it. That was that's the the straw that broke the camel's back. They're packing it up. They've taken a shower. They're both clean. They're wearing their it's almost their sun- Sunday finest their Sunday best <laughs> snap up shirts. 
and they're packed up the bed of their truck with they're all driving, their and number one goddamn praise the lord <laughs> number one all right <laughs> <laughs> scratching on the track board yep check it off one so like you talked about and them being good guys like they see the first of all they see someone up an electrical tower and they're like man i'd hate to have that kind of job then they're like wait that's what's his name i don't remember so, somebody's name i don't remember now but they're like he's drunk yeah. Go home. All right. Let's stop. Let's get <laughs> Someone's him. Someone's got to go get him. <sighs> they do their rock. They do a lot of rock, paper, scissors in this. Val, Kevin Bacon's got to climb the tower. He gets up there and dude is dead. Um, he's wrapped up. He's got a, a shotgun and, and he's dead. They pull him down. They go to the doctor who is just, we're, we're still outside. We're, we have very little shots. We're really inside buildings mm-hmm. in this movie. Everyone must have had excellent tans when this was all over <laughs> um but so he's like yeah he died he died of starvation or uh, of dehydration you know not from having a heart attack not from anything and it's like what in the world would have driven him up on this tower and stay in this tower for three four days where he just died up there without coming down what was scary enough what was chasing him you know what could this be so that's the beginning of Something afoot. Yes, yes. So we have the farmer guy. You know, they're they're, they're trying to get out again. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of a sudden they get up, and some guy's farm has been completely eaten. Yes, attack on the farmer. Like the sheep know what's up. Yeah, the sheep are kind of acting up. Farmer guy's like, what, what? That we've got that we see. We kind of flip back to the seismograph. We see the we know. So we know automatically we're getting some tie-ins on like some activity something's happening that is tying those two things together jenny's dad gave me a hoe one time like here you go like you take this with you i have too many of them and he's talking about like tilling land yeah you know, the, the guys the, the farmer guys work uh, is right. hoeing land yes. yes but like i live in the suburbs <laughs> I you know what no... we actually probably could have used that a little bit yesterday when we were digging up some bushes i guess y'all like yard work we actually had someone pull up in front of our house and was like hey are you for hire are y'all for hire i'm like we have to get covid to take time to work in our yard (laughs) um you can actually you can ask the hoa about our track record with yard work so i don't think we have good references yeah we got val and earl they're driving out of town again then it's like what the hell which i still don't know they're supposed to stop they're supposed to be catching everything but I don't know that there would have been something they would have seen from the road going as fast as they were going to make them say, what the hell, and and pull over. But I think they could have set that shot up a little bit better or some, something was obvious. Because we've got this, this sheep that are just like desecrated, but they're still in their pens. I mean, maybe the pen was kind of messed up and that stood out, but it didn't seem obvious enough to me. But, you know, that's just know. nitpicking. I still think the the worms could have hit that instead of like waiting for three days for dude to to starve to death upstairs. Like they could have just kept on moving and got a whole bunch of sheep. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't I question. I question the worms and their and their effort. Well, we have, there's a lot of questions about the worms and their motivation as we get further and further. But this is this is the jump scare for me. Like they're like looking for dude, looking for dude. Um, his name. Oh, is, it's very very Jaws when they pull off the hat. Yes, like so they just see his hat in the middle of. It's not really a field. It's just a little patch, and they pull the hat, and his head's right underneath it, like just up. You know, the rest of his body is 
presumably gone or, you know, un- he's been pulled underground, all, all that. And yeah, I remember that being grosser. Like it almost to me, like when I think about it. So we have a Halloween. It's not a mask. It's like something that you pin up in the window to make it look like someone is looking oh, from the outside. Like that. And that's like when I've always associated with it, kind of flatter. Because when, when this time, it was like literally a whole head, like the whole head, almost like a head of cabbage, which is maybe kind of what they were trying to make it look like. But the head's not destroyed. It's gruesome, but it's not icky, mm. really. And I just had more of an icky remembrance of it. I mean, because there's a lot of ick in this movie. Yes, the ick yes. factor is all over the place. There's a lot of slime in this yeah. movie. There's not a lot of blood and gore. There's just a lot of, like, monster guts. Yeah, and they do, a, I mean, they even do a good job, I guess, good job of the, the when the, mo- the monsters, the coloring of the innards, the monsters. Yeah, it's not very not, human. It's like. not at all. They're going back. They pass the road workers that they'd already passed the first time. And they're like, you got to get out of here. There's a murderer. They're cutting off people's heads. <laughs> that was a good shot, though, when the guy's uh, using the jackhammer and like, and it just hits the worm. And then the jackhammer just... Yeah, he hits it. it. You got some grossness happening. The jackhammer goes off with the worm. The cord, of course, wraps around dude's ankle and pulls him. And and other guy goes after him. We got like a little of a rock avalanche kind of situation and quiet so they've been warned they hit the monster gets pulled off and then i just have hard hat ick (laughs) (laughs) it's been a weird day (laughs) you know like when you think about like we probably have a real like same shit different day kind of life right it's been a wacky day i don't remember if if they go back or if this is still the first time that they're with the hard hat guy but they they get the truck stuck Mm mm-hmm and they keep on pulling, keep on pulling, and like, yeah, got it, <laughs> and get back, and there's a huge monster on the axle. Right, some sort of weird, gross monster thing, and immediately Walter- I'll give you $5 yeah. for it. <laughs> like 15 I mean, this is roadside oddity kind of stuff. I mean, it fits right in. I mean, I don't see that they get that much traffic, but I'm sure he'd make a couple bucks- Three dollars uh, per picture with the snake monster. It's a town of fourteen. Let's let's run some right. numbers. You know? I mean, it's, yeah, you're really not gonna make a lot off the people in the town. And surely he's not charging little Lindsay Lucy, whatever her name is, her mom for work. And then we got everybody's just taking turns. Surely that's not three bucks. <laughs> That thing's got to be smelling, though. Oh, that's what they talked about. It smelled really gross. And they keep, like, draping on their shoulder. Like, ugh. And then I've got, yeah, Michael Gross. It looks like a snake. Maybe it's mutation. You know, all that. Like, of course, he's got a conspiracy <laughs> theory right <laughs> off the bat. You know, they, they, they're they're digging into that hard. So then we change scenes, and we are with the doctor and his wife, which I guess they are, they've been building... They've been living in a camper. I don't know how they get here exactly, but they're building what seems to be kind of a dream home, maybe. They got to go back and get some more concrete blocks. And th- this one's this one's tough. I-, I don't know if it's because it's like the only like real relationship we see. I don't know. Like people, people are not actively... It's, it's it's the it's the worst of them because he's being slowly sucked down. It's not just like a, you know. Yeah, the, everything else has been quick or after the fact, and we don't know exactly what happened. This is like the first actual in the moment. This is the most horrifying, I think, of them. It, this it, is the best horror scene in the movie. Yeah, the tension that gets that gets built up right away. I mean, he he's going to explore, and of course, like there's already been some weirdness that's happened. We've mm-hmm. already had 
do die, you know, they, they already, they're already they know aware. All the other, yeah. But do, are they aware of, of Frank? I don't know. They may not know. be aware of Frank because I don't, I'm not sure. I can't remember what they're, if they're talking about it, but she's kind of like, they're hearing something and their generator goes out and, and he goes to, to check it out. And it's been like sucked down in the ground. I'm like, Oh, that's weird. And she's like, let's not, let's not explore. There's no reason for us to explore whatever's happening here. Let's just go. Let's just go. And of course, then, yeah, like you said, he gets sucked down slowly. Like we don't see how, that he's being eaten. So there is that, you know, we don't have blood in his mouth or anything like that, that you would like a Quinn type of jaw scene. There are a lot of kind of Quinn jaws type of scenes here that are happening in a couple uh, no, of No, they just ways. went with Artex on this one, which is way easier to oh. deal with than Quinn. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, I'll have way more nightmares about Quinn than I did about Artex. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not as, as terrible, but they don't make it as visceral, like gory. Gotcha, it's just gotcha. devastating. So he sucks down and she's trying to find, like, figure out what's happening. Because as far as she knows, because of that, he's just being sucked underground. Right. She thinks it's like quicksand or something. Right. So is there a way to save him? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a different kind of, like, it, it's... We, there's no blood we don't see any of that like he's injured so all of a sudden he's just gone so she's digging then some of the worms jump up and she's she's running she runs for the car and they're like hitting on the glass it was and- almost as sexy as titanic <laughs> Some worms like in the glass, you know. It's almost like the hand. Gross. <laughs> it's like Titanic meets Alien. <laughs> this is the point in the monster movie where you start to think that you know what the monster's capable of. Right. And then it does something new. And that's as long as you stop somewhere, that's pretty cool. I think by Tremor six or seven or so, they might have, you know, we have to give it something new, you know. Right. Like, oh, we can suck a car under. Okay. Didn't realize that. Okay. These things are bigger and stronger than we thought. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of work here. Yeah. So she's in the car. She's going to drive away. No keys. There's no keys. So she's locking the doors. It gets quiet. The ra- the radio's turned it turned on. It's quiet. It's quiet. And then the headlights are on too. That's a yeah, good... the headlights are on. And then the ground starts to kind of break away underneath her, and the car starts leaning back and coming, getting coming down. And we just see the head is pitch black outside. We see the headlights shining up towards the and it just stops. Stops. Everything yeah. stops. Good scene. Good. Yeah, scene. it's it's powerful. What they're not showing us in this movie. Special effects of what they're not showing us are incredible. This this would not work well today. There would just be worms everywhere. Yeah, like they would the, have done too much. They're, they're showing us the floor moving. They're showing us the, the sidewalks. They're just showing the puffs of smoke and, and the, the rumbling under, the, under mm-hmm. the, the sand. They really do a lot in this movie of not showing you what you're supposed to be seeing. That's why this one works and the later ones don't. We start probably to have too much technology mm-hmm. and they do, you do start seeing too much and they do such a good job of building tension like Jaws. Exactly, I mean, exactly. They, and it's probably because, I mean, even though the, the worms or whatever they are when we see them, they're pretty, pretty fantastic. They don't look schlocky. But even then, the less we see them, the better. Yeah, yeah. No, they look very believable. Mm-hmm. Ariane, she's back. 
Oh. And then if you see her, run because <laughs> there's a monster coming. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so our little pogo stick girl is our our little girl in Jurassic Park. And so, yeah, I don't want to be anywhere near her. I'll just keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> and she's mean to Angus. So like that, that's all I know about oh, her yeah. is that she's mean to Angus and there's lots of monsters after her. I saw Angus in the theater. <laughs> right. So then we're back with everybody. They're kind of all talking. They don't know that this has happened with the doctor and his wife. They're kind of trying to get a game plan because they, they do. I feel like we already know that we've got the cave in. So they know they're kind of trapped, at least for right now. And so then we've got Reba and, and Michael Gross. And he's like, that's what we were looking for. Geographic, <laughs> Geographic isolation. isolation. <laughs> <laughs> got the mountains on the one side and the, the desert on the other. Like heaven, basically. <laughs> Surprised he didn't just start cheering up. And then this is when I've got, we always got the punk ass kid who doesn't get it. Yeah. Yes. So like he, he comes out with the, the dead worm wrapped around him and he's screaming and Michael Gross is like, I almost killed you. <laughs> like I almost smoked your ass or whatever he says. But, and then I just have why question mark referring to the monsters. Something starts to happen here where we have a lot of motivation uh. <laughs> from, from the monsters. I think that, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to go too far in it because I don't want to ruin this movie. But yeah, I, like, I think you start thinking too much about it. I think maybe they're just trying a little too hard for not big enough of a meal. I agree. But I'm also asking this because they start to ask it too. They're really, I mean, maybe that's the thing too. They've been driven to this, the only people around for, only anything around for a while. I mean, it is amazing. There's no wildlife. There's got to be some coyotes or some deer But or there's something. not, which would have been a nice little point, mm. maybe. It's been real weird. It's been real quiet, like all the I mean, coyotes some, and- Some lizards or some- There's got to be- There's nothing. We, we don't see a snake. We don't see- I mean, of course, that's you got to wrangle animals when you get actual an- animals on set, but- that could have even been like a, cl- a clue in too. Like all the wildlife is gone mm. because, well, other than I mean, the the kept the, the domesticated or whatever the sheep. We've got some horses here in a little bit. They're gonna go for the horses and they're gonna go for it. That's when, uh, yeah, Reba is like, why don't you take the the Browning automatic rifle? I don't know if you're familiar with that. With BAR, yeah, that's like what Bonnie and Clyde used yeah. because all the wussy cops had Tommy guns. Like that, right. you know, they, they needed something that could really pack a punch. Yeah, BARs are, are... monster, monster guns. Yeah. They go, I guess, Reba and, and Michael Gross. I think his name, what is his name? Bert. Bert. Monster Hunter Bert. That was, they were trying to make the series be titled oh. Monster Hunter Bert, but they made it, but they gotcha. still made them call it Tremors the series. Got it. They yeah. thought not enough people would get it. It's for the sci-fi channel. Anybody watching the sci-fi channel <laughs> knows what they're getting into. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, Reba and Bert, they're going to drive around, see what's up. Val and Earl going for help on They're going the, for help on, on horses. They run by the doctor's place. Nobody's there, but you got an eerie, you got a, you got a radio playing somewhere. Number two, where are the goddamn golden oldies coming from? Ah, all right. This, we're getting pretty far into this movie. Uh, for for a third to, to to get this shut off, I'm I'm that's really disappointing. Yeah, to get this far into the movie. Uh huh. So then, yeah, they well, we still haven't really seen a worm monster, really. Not so we're really. still we're just building tension. So we the are movies still building getting go. When you're 11, 12, 
this is when like, the movie starts when the worms start attacking. True. True, true. Like, you, don't, you don't really care about people or, or motivations <laughs> or whatever. Let's just let's get that out of the way so we can start fighting worms. Fair. Fair, fair. Makes total sense. So, yeah, they're at the doc's place. They're looking around. There's nothing there. They're like, well, the car's gone. Maybe they already left. Because uh, they were they were headed to Bixby, which is apparently like the mecca, the big city, the big city, exactly. But then they're hearing the radio, like you said. They're walking around closer, closer. They lean down and they uncover the grill of the car and the headlights still on. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> no, but they do say GD number three, and that's oh, when that's the movie it? went off. <laughs> <laughs> and that was all I had seen of the unedited version of this film <laughs> until today. <laughs> all right, right there, shut it down. I love it. So they're this has rocked them. I mean, first of all, they've seen every dead person there is to see. Um, but dead people and cars getting sucked underground are different things. Like what in the world? Yeah, what what's happening here? What? It's one thing for something to want to eat something, maybe, or like there to be an actual killer, because that's what they just they've seen a dead head and somebody who who had died of exhaustion and exposure in a tower. They've seen some grossness in a in a hard hat, so like something. But you could explain away or think away a lot of this stuff, and then they've seen like you know part of a weird snake thing. They haven't really like tied it all together yet. I mean, why would they? Right. So they're riding away on their horses. Yeah, they're like, and then the horses are taken out from under them. Yeah, the horses pretty visceral. uh, Yeah, that's tough. The horses, yeah, the horses get get wind. They're they're feeling it, and they're like, and they they clue in on that too. Like they're smelling something that they don't like. They get bucked off, and all of a sudden, very quickly, we don't even see. It's not a big attack, like, until it is an attack. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some of these other ones, like, we see all the ground, all, all the whatever. This is just, like, they're there. They're eating the horse. And, and then, then it's coming after them, and we see the ground moving underneath. Like, there must be thousands of them. He's like, no. It's and, one big one. And the fence posts start going. Yeah. That's a, such a cool It's visual. a really good effect. Like, it just really tracks really well. Um, but they're all putting it together. Like, that's how they get you. Mm-hmm. Like... And so then they see a concrete ravine. They're running for it. Though we can make it, we can make it. And they're like, <laughs> cl- oh, nope. classic ridiculousness. And they <laughs> hit the sides. And the- and first you're like, oh crap! Now they're trapped. And here the thing comes barreling along, and it starts to come through the concrete. You know, it hits hard and cracks it, but then it's it's dead. <laughs> it knocked itself out. No, it's dead. <laughs> there's like little like. It's. I mean, it's gross, but also like. My first thought, I mean, even having seen this, um, I know that there's multiples, but at the same time, it's like, they get real close to this thing real fast. I'm like, (laughs) you don't really know how powerful this is. I mean, I couldn't remember. I'm like, it's going to wake up and go after him again. But you only get one or two F words in a PG-13 movie, and they use theirs very well right here. (laughs) Instead of, fuck you. Yeah, but it's the perfect time for it to like, rah, you know, <laughs> if it was later in the movie, then that, oh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the one that uh, that Bert and Reba killed should have had one one more rah, before, the, yeah, before. And they, just, they could have shot it again, you know, 
I could have shot it with a cannon or something, but... <laughs> he does have a cannon. Yes. <laughs> but I don't think it's in the rec room. No, no. <laughs> and then we've got science chick. Her, her name is Rhonda, but they science chick the crap out of her in this movie. So I've just noted... That's how I've noted her this whole time. She's like, hey, guys, what's up? <laughs> Did you see anything unusual a minute ago? They're like, um... <laughs> And she looks, she's like, what's that? Yeah. Because she's like, because I got some weird readings. Like, you know, like. That was such a great tension reliever. Yes. They really, they do a great job with that. Like, it's it never, it never stays in that space too, too long. Yeah. There's always a joke and it's always organic. Every every time things are getting too serious. Mm-hmm. It's good. And so then, you know, then they're like looking at it, exploring it, and, and she's getting all science and sciencey and interested in like, what is this thing? And da-da-da-da-da-da. And they're, they're both in the ravine. And it's like, oh, he's got these tentacle kind of things coming out of its mouth and grass and blah. And then, because she probably doesn't know about any. Because even earlier on, I think Bert's like, I'm going to go find science chick. Let her know. Let her get out of there. Like, <laughs> um, uh, that wasn't a good Michael Gross. He's 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 got a different tone. So then, yeah, we've got oh, I always called him Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon's like, I found the ass in. Like how long how long it is? They've been digging it up, and immediately they're like, How are we gonna sell this thing? Basically, <laughs> like, flatbed trailer, get whatever. Right. They need a crane or a winch. <laughs> this is gotta be worth more than fifteen bucks. Right. Um. This I've got. Yeah. Like they're trying to like figure out how to how to make some money on it. I said research girl says three more. Like she's like, wait a minute, pulling out her her pages, and she's like, this happened at this same time as this time as this time. It couldn't have. It couldn't just be one. Like there's three more out there. Q Q second second entrance of our snake or whatever. I love they're walking back to her place. At, well, not her place, but you know, and. Earl's leg falls to the ground. He <laughs> that screams. Was a great shot. He screams. He's like, as if he got prairie dogged. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah, then we've got we got another one coming. Um, so they run for the rocks. They jump in the rocks, and I said they're treed is basically mm-hmm. what what I wrote. And so this is where we the moment where we learn a lot about them yes, through yes. through some trial and error, you know, and of course through some scientific insight. She's like, you know, they dig with these, you know, well, they've looked at it too. She's like, they must dig with these things. That's why they move so fast. They don't have eyes. They're more like moles kind of. And so then they're, they're up on the rock and they're up on the rock for a while. And the thing is waiting them out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like that's, that's kind of one of the things like, why, why does it they come back later? You know, yeah, I mean, there's not... You didn't get a meal the last time you did this. Right, exactly. Dude died up there. He didn't... And he didn't fall down. Right. Like, <laughs> he should have fallen. I mean, of course, we wouldn't have had him. He would have gotten eaten. But it doesn't seem... For us to never know... And spoiler, we never know how they got here, why they got here, all of this kind of stuff. To know why they're this motivated for these 14 people for why they're mad enough because they, they do start getting a little mad yeah. and, and 
and kind of childish, personally. I mean, Stumpy's a little, he's got a grudge. Fair, fair, fair. I mean, that couldn't have felt good. I love in movies like this where they find a way to kind of mark one of them as the, the smartest one or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, no, it's, it's, it's that one. You know, that one's back. I mean, I did Clever Girl in my notes. So did point. I. So did I. But yeah, we, I mean, we don't know why or why there's, they seem to adapt. And how long have they, what? Okay. How long have they been here? They've been scoping the joint for a little bit for all of a sudden we've had some seismic activity happening at least a day or so that is questionable. We've got dude died. He, he's been up there for three or four days. So that's, that's when we see at least the beginning of it. But then we got attacks are escalating. They're learning about people very and, and engineering and all of these things very quickly for them to be so new on the scene, apparently. Right. But well, I think you know we, we do go back to the 1800s in one of the movies and, and learn more about their origins. Right. I'd rather I'd rather not bother. <laughs> <laughs> so then we start pole vaulting. Well, even before that. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Before, like they've just been hanging for because. They're pulled, they sleep the night there. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's like Val says, it has to be some sort of mutation. She's like, well, maybe it's prehistoric. And Earl just says, but it's yeah. from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, here's our here's our, our hypotheses. Oh, the, oh, yeah, they start pole vaulting. And we got a good long shot of it. Well, she says, don't you know how to pole vault? I said, nobody knows how to pole vault. It violates the laws of physics. She must be a witch. <laughs> She is a scientist. She understands physics. That's what we're... She she understands all... So she should know that pole vaulting is not physically possible. <laughs> it's demon magic. <laughs> My Sunday school teacher taught me well, however many years ago, that, uh, that science is just demon magic in disguise. Of course. <laughs> and a woman scientist... Even a woman so. scientist is... Uh, that's way worse. But we got a long shot of it of them kind of like... it's It's almost like... Bridge of a River Kwai, like do 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 a little like just you know it's it's kind of a happy scene for for like a hot second. It is, and of course Val is spitting on his hands. I've seen so many spitting on hands mishaps for people that really don't know what that means. They've just seen it in movies and done it. I mean, you go to Boy Scouts for a couple of years, and you're gonna see somebody just like all over their hands. <laughs> Things get out of hand quick. That's gross. It's a, that's that's some weird boy stuff. I know. I, I don't get it. Right. So then, so they're they're headed. They're trying to get to her car, mm-hmm. and they've realized. Oh, she's learned. She gives them the insight. Well, they can't get on the rock, but they can hear us on the rock because it's it's amplifying, you know, our sound, what we're doing, and that's basically how they're tracking us. They can't see us. They can't really smell us, but they hear us. And so they got to get to the truck. So they're pole vaulting to the truck. Um, they got to make one ditch effort all together into the bed of a truck and then it's on him immediately she's punching through the you know she's she's coming through the back of the truck you know she struggles to get the key in but the car turns over on the first try every time in this movie the the first time you turn the key it works they do not fall back on that car not starting that's true they don't except for the 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 situation with the doctor's wife and she doesn't have keys she doesn't have keys and she can't get the key in the ignition but as soon as she does there's no no it's it it doesn't it doesn't move our plot 
in this moment, I don't think. I just knew when they got to the bulldozer. There was, the bulldozer would have made sense uh, or no, or something, something of that effect. But like right now, they've got to get back mm-hmm. and tell everybody else what's been happening. So yeah, she's just driving like with her hands. I mean, one of the things like, one of the things has gotten in, it doesn't get her. Like it broke through the glass and, you know, and then she accelerates and she's like, they're like, yay. And she's like, oh, um, guys. <laughs> like, why don't you help me? <laughs> like, I can't see what I'm doing. I, I'm not really <laughs> even steering. They don't really show. Yeah, that's probably best. It didn't really work for them to try and figure out and show how they write. They righted themselves in that situation. <laughs> just just fade out and fade back in. Exactly. That's what we call an ellipses. Right. So we're all, we're back in the general store at Walter Chang's and we're eating sandwiches because we're all hungry. And they're like, hey, science girl, where do they come from? (laughs) Don't you do research? Don't you have hypotheses (laughs) and theories? Tell us what, tell us, tell us all the cures. Tell us the magic. I love that, that they're just constantly expecting her to just know everything. Finally, she's like, why why would I know that? (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, then it's like, why like, where did they come from what do they want like and then it's like surely when nobody's heard from us I'm like how many people are you commu- communicating with how many runs outside of his little town are you making on a regular basis they'll send someone for us and then, we, then they show that they have sent someone and well, they got so, eat they've got they've sent someone to check on the the line guys because right. they're the outsiders they're the ones who didn't show up for work the next day or, or whatever and yeah someone else got got and then they do love that hard hat ick they think we get that again. You do a lot. You do. With a little bit of red dye and some ground beef and a hard hat, and you you get a lot of, a lot of play in that. Or maybe just a little styrofoam. It doesn't even have to be ground beef. It you don't mm-hmm. know if you're looking from a distance. Yellow hair. Yeah, it, it works. It work. It reads well. And then I just have pardon my French. <laughs> and then we have the kids screwing around with the basketball right so he he sets it off i mean of course we think we gotta cry we gotta he throws the ball in and drops his beer so you know so you make a pissed. man drop his beer that's it's fighting and then then we hear him scream and they're like oh stupid kid i'm gonna go kill him and they're like oh wait he's up he's he's got bit we only see that for a second mm-hmm. like he got bit um, he's like doing the basketball like do uh-huh. and just like sucked yeah. under <laughs> good. it's good and then he's like up a pole and so then they're they're all running back inside they're trying to get him and like just nobody make a sound and pogo stick it's like ah of course she's wearing a walkman oh, too and so he's got to run run for it tackles her then they're trying to get back everybody runs into their into their houses so everybody's good for now we got Rhonda, science girl, getting wrapped up in some barbed wire from a mm-hmm. fence. She's starting to get pulled in. She's going to get pulled in. Got to take her pants off. We're in those white panties. <laughs> I mean, it still doesn't get crude, but no. we, we, we had to give it somebody something, I guess, uh, as part of that. But it, it's almost tender. Val is, you know, like helping dress her wounds. Mm-hmm. And Walter and Earl are both like looking at him like, come on, come on. Like, notice something. Notice. <laughs> He's just just being a gentleman. Right, right. And then Walter gives her some Keds and some little some Levi's that have probably been on the shelf for who knows how long. Oh man! <laughs> um, and then then the Pepsi machine kicks on. Ah, oh, Pepsi! If you'd have been Coke, it'd be fine. Well, actually, Walter asked them to fix that. Yes. <laughs> and he said, 
can't. We got to stick to our plan and do what we're supposed to do. But if they'd fix that Pam Pepsi machine the day before, Walter would still be with us. And he he gets a Quinn moment. He does. He, he does. gets a full on Quinn moment. The monster comes through the floor of of the store and you know gets him with a couple tentacles. He's got he's got blood coming out of his nose really before anything happens. Right. He just got a, bit like an arm and a shoulder. Uh, yeah. Right. It was it was a little preemptive. But then he gets pulled in. You know he's like you know waist up, monster thrash 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 down pulls down and you know under the waves so to speak (laughs) one of the snake tentacles does grab a can of tomato soup and And crushes it 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 is so it it almost laughs afterwards it is so gremlins (laughs) well and also i was like not the fruit snacks (laughs) (laughs) i felt like some somebody had watched gremlins when they were doing this scene they were just trashing everything and just treasuring it so they're all going up to the roof. Um, they're trying to get to higher ground. And they're, they're shouting across, telling everybody to get on their roofs. So we're at a new level because the monsters have learned they can come through the floor. They, you know, they, they're not limited to being straight outside, and, you know, only coming through the dark. I don't want to live in this town. I want some better foundations. I don't want to live in, in the, the West. Like, there's <laughs> there's a, lot, a lot of problems in the West. Yeah. There's a lot of dirt. Yeah, there's no tremors in in Nashville. There's just three inches of dirt and then just solid limestone, so a lot of limestone. everywhere. It's why you can't grow grass in our neighborhood. So, but we don't have any damn. We don't, we don't have, have damn any damn monster. underground snake monsters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, we got a lot of other things right. that live on the ground, but we don't got to get to them. So then we're we're back to Reba and Bert. And he says, no tracks, no signs, no spores. <laughs> like, you know, they're, they've been out tracking. Like, basically, he, he, he might as well have, like, picked up some dirt and tasted it. Right. Or, like, put his finger in the wind. <laughs> like, the direction the wind is coming from. <laughs> I mean, he's, like, do, trying to do some real, quote, unquote, engine tracking here. Oh, my. <laughs> he thinks he's that kind of guy. He does, yes, yes. And they, I forget where they are. Well, they're, they're pulling up to their house. They go down to their bunker to right. start taking their shells to polish them so they can reload them. And Reba's hair is 1990 Tennessee. It is red. It is big. And then there is that poof on the front. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. If you were to look at my ninth grade yearbook, every girl has that hair. Yeah. It's like it, if it's down, it's just out to the sides. <laughs> if it's or pull back in a ponytail and it's just like straight up fluff, fluff bunny tail kind of look yeah but so they turn on yeah they turn and and some of y'all out there may not have any experience with this uh with a a ammo polisher (laughs) but she turns it on and it makes a lot of noise yes and so they're coming and they're they're see being uh over to the general store and they're like (laughs) to your point like who's minding the store (laughs) (laughs) like Val, what are you doing It's like, is anybody there? Who's minding this? Like, as if anything is going to happen if Walter's like not at the store. Someone's going to steal those Velveeta cheese sandwiches. <laughs> like, where'd those kids go? <laughs> Did you pay for those kids? <laughs> right. <laughs> so they hang Val out the window to grab the CB radio and bring it up on the roof. And he's, he's like, got to... Trying to explain to them because they think they're impenetrable, you know, mm-hmm. in their bunker, um, which they're right, right in the lair. They're 
they're in the monster's house. Sharks are going to shark. Bears are going to bear. Worms are going to worm. Yeah. So, yeah, they're like trying to explain to him, you know, what's the deal? We're on the, well, Reba's already seen them on the roof. She's been, was looking at their binoculars and she's kind of like, what the hell? Why are, everybody's on the roof. She's like, something strange is gone, going on over there. And he's like, they're coming for you. And so they're, they're loaded up, got their guns. They're like looking out the windows mm-hmm. that are like at ground level. And like, we don't see anything. He's like, no, they're underground. They're right where you are. And like, you're not going to see them. Like they hear you. They're coming for you. And so, yeah, they start breaking through. We got a wall of tools. Uh, breaking through the cinder blocks, breaking through the cinder blocks. It comes through. Then we pan to our wall o guns. <laughs> every, I mean, every kind of gun. It's not played for laughs, but it is played for laughs. There's a couple of, of moments where they're, Reba like just pulls out a couple of pistols. And I don't know about the stopping power on those versus. They're just grabbing everything. One thing that does help though, is she shoots a flare gun at it and gets flared. And that, that makes it, think for a second while um then because <laughs> well, the flare gun doesn't work in jaws too so ah uh, okay just blow up the bill the the entire uh not the building the boat yes yeah, so we got our gun wall and we got all the guns but the, the flare gun does kind of stop it for a second which gives michael gross the chance to m- break glass in case of emergency <laughs> and get the elephant and get gun, the elephant gun. <laughs> and there's lots of elephants running around in, right uh, it doesn't matter Nevada. he's prepared for everything he's it, it if is the huns come over the mountains on elephants he's ready he is ready okay he is ready because that I mean, people have done more ridiculous things and conquered the world, right? (laughs) That's some some ancient Greek uh, humor for you. There we go. I was thinking the last person that tried to take over the world just told a bunch of rednecks to walk to the Capitol. (laughs) I was talking about Alexander the Great. (laughs) Yeah, we don't have to get that. That one failed, thank goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... Uh, so right they they kill it they get it and because they think um they they hear of a cb like they hear it coming they hear the gunfire and they just they think they're in for it um they're gonna be two more down but then they've killed it broke into the wrong damn rec room (laughs) exactly (laughs) they really needed a ping pong table in there (laughs) i think i really would have rounded it out they're gonna be bored during the apocalypse like they got a lot of guns a lot of gas a lot of food but they could really use like a miss pac-man or something something (laughs) yeah they're gonna run out of things a pool table run out of things to talk about they're gonna run out of things to shoot for fun <laughs> and at least a dartboard there we go so like great awesome we got two more so like, two more mother humpers <laughs> I, I wonder if this was edited down it had to have been is that what michael gross said because he's repeating yes. what michael gross said exactly exactly i wonder if they edited it down i wonder if i don't know that's not what was in the original soundtrack but they had to make some cuts for a pg-13 maybe because it is a pg-13 it's not an r rating but then so they're like We'll figure out basically kind of how to send them your way because if you got the firepower to take care of it, and then w- then we got something weird going on. Then we've got the snake little things. They're kind of like tooling around the the edge of the building. It's almost like kind of like knocking it with their with their foot, like <laughs> you know, seeing what's up. And they're causing the foundation to move a little bit. So that's it. We're we're clever girling here. We, that's where I wrote clever girl. But I also said that's a lot of work for a couple of chicken nuggets. I mean, it really is. Like I mean. 
all the energy that you're spending to, to bring down this town. I mean, maybe there is, maybe they can't get out of the valley. Maybe there's solid rock all around. Maybe. I don't know. They 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 establish that there's only one road in and out, but maybe that's true. Maybe underground, there is no way out of this valley. So maybe that's all the food they have. I don't know. That would be a good plot point that they could have maybe alluded to. <laughs> but that would make sense. Um, but then how did they get there? Uh, that's a whole nother thing. Earthquakes. Aliens. I, I guess. <laughs> Mutations. Some sort of radiation. It was a... Uh, nuclear testing but now they're now they're on the offensive and they're like okay well you guys have got you guys go for help you guys can go for help you've got the car that can get up the jeep path what do they keep referring to and then as soon as they say that eat the jeep it comes in yeah one of the other ones comes in and eats the jeep and it's like all right it it, it, i know it's listening it's hearing (laughs) but now it's listening and I, I don't know that we've really established that that should be able to do that. I understand that it needs to thwart plans because that's this this what this is. But um, but then this is when they tip over Nestor's trailer, right? And that is that's my favorite of the of the people getting eaten. Just the shot there where he's on the the tire mm-hmm. and just like right, right under and down. It. I mean that's it's it's to the point we don't. Is is he Melvin's dad? I have no idea. Because if he's not, where's this rogue child <laughs> coming from? I don't think we really... I think so, because don't they... That's Is that the trailer that they're pumping? Oh, I don't know. Because that's the, that's the kid. Mm-hmm. So... I just think the kid is just going wherever he can to be annoying. I don't know if that's his house. But he got really upset. Like, the only kind of thing that moved him... He was scared mm. before, but then he got upset gotcha. when that happened. Gotcha. But not as upset as, with like, that was was your dad. But there has to be some sort of... We've got a mom and a daughter. That, that, has, to be, that has to be his dad. Because it, otherwise, he's just a rogue teenager in this town of 14 people. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then... Okay, we're going to figure out what we can do. How do we get out of here? We, we aren't going to be able to divide and conquer. We're all going to have to go together... We've already established we've got a, a bulldozer. We could we could use a bulldozer. It's it's heavy enough. We can push through. We can use this extra thing uh, that that kind of like a sled pull everybody along. And all right, we're gonna go for it. We're we're gonna create a distraction. We're gonna go for it. We're gonna get a lawnmower. Let it let it go on its way. And they're fighting. Val and Earl are fighting over who's gonna go because. I don't really know. Like, do they want to be the hero? It's kind of a little bit of, but Earl's supposed to go, and then I just have solar plexus. Kevin <laughs> 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 Bacon just elbows him in the solar plexus. But then as soon as he jumps down, and like the entire thing collapses, and he falls, like maybe you should let Earl go because <laughs> you're doing it poorly. Right. Like he's he doesn't he doesn't have as much finesse. I just have my nose. I have big cat. Water tower pipe bombs. <laughs> I just have uh, Sarib and my dad are on the roof making bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Which, through the Kevin Bacon degrees of separation. Oh, my dad could and Reba happen. are less than six degrees of Kevin Bacon apart. And yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a thing that just happens one day. It's like, hey, hey, kids, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> Reba's top pie. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not saying it probably will happen. <laughs> but that's a, a distinct... There's a 10% chance that that could happen one day. <laughs> oh, man. Perfect. Yeah, my I'm... dad's like 60% Monster Hunter Bert. <laughs> <laughs> He's got bad knees, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, we got armor transport, so they pull up. Um, yeah, and they've been they've been cutting off the pipes from their roof, like ventilation pipes, and making pipe bombs. Um, they've got all their ammo up there, so they're like, "Come on, guys, jump in!" Because just them slowing down um, for a second. They're already starting to dig they're, out from exactly. Under so they got to keep moving. So they're throwing everything in. They're jumping into the sled, and he's like. I forget exactly what he says, but he's like five years of food, like, like a thousand gallons of gas, water filtration, air purification, bomb shelter, underground, goddamn monsters. And she's tearing up. She's like starting to cry as they're pulling away from their compound. Like is what I have. But then one shot later, he's in the scoop of the bulldozer <laughs> with a big gun, looking for worm monsters hunting worm. And it's like. He has been waiting for this moment his entire life. (laughs) And Reba's in the back like, be careful, honey. (laughs) Like, always the voice of reason. Right. She's just shaking her head. She's like, he's just boys having fun. Boys will be boys, I guess. I have exactly that. I guess he's in the scoop. (laughs) (laughs) This is just... He, he is. If he could have thought to like build an improvised armored personnel carrier <laughs> and just drive it around hunting monsters, like Bigfoot, watch out. <laughs> but I almost feel like he would respect Bigfoot. Okay. Like they 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 seem like kindred spirits. They're both kind of militant isolationists. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, thinking about Bigfoot in a Budweiser hat with the arsenal just doesn't. <laughs> Actually, I think like you're gonna break a Make America Great a hat. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. I think he's like in his cave, kind of reading, reading some poetry, and I think he's just kind of like, "Hey guys." Oh, gotcha. I guess he's in the Pacific Northwest, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's more Portlandia. Exactly. Gotcha. Um, and so then they see, kind of, it's not smoke, like dirt. Which they know they've now established is like the things on the move, and they see it like doing something over in the distance. And they're like, "Sign if you if you'd read Dune." Well, I did say that these once we see kind of a full crest of one, I was like, "This this is very Dune like." Um, I did say that. I did make a Dune reference (laughs) in my notes. Um, But so they're they're doing they're meddling around and like I don't care as long as they're doing it over there. (laughs) and they have dug out a trap and they you know they fall in because it's the only way which is it really the only way i mean what it it seemed great like so the the worms can anticipate where they're going um and build a you know build out a trap and so they sink in and now they got to figure out where to go um they got to go to rocks again and 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 make make a run for it. I think, but they learn that if you throw the dynamite or the the pipe bomb, the worms run. Right. Important point. Important point because it hurts their ears. <laughs> oh, the little sensitive ears. <laughs> and it's like, how do you know how to make a pipe bomb? You like a few household chemicals in the proper proportions. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I think that might actually be a line from MacGyver. Could be a few common household. 
It actually might be a line from like some Mad Bomber. I was going to say like from the Unabomber's manifesto. It, it, it might be. It <laughs> exactly might be. Exactly what I was going to say. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've heard MacGyver say that before. But then it, it seems like Griba's getting ready to make a speech. And then she doesn't really get to. I, I don't. I don't know know what happens. But they get mad. They're like, wait a. Basically, there may be a GD moment. I, I'm not <laughs> sure since you're not keeping count anymore. No, after three, it doesn't matter. It's turned off. Right. Um. But he's like, so what you're telling me is we could have fought this thing at our house. Like, no, we couldn't have fought this thing at your house. They would have pulled it down from the foundations. It's like, but we had food. We had ammo. We had all the things. Now we're just going to sit on this rock and starve. He's like, thanks, guys. Who put you, you Yokos in, in, uh, in, in charge? You guys are always the screw-ups. And he's like, I'm going to go sit on my side of the rock over here <laughs> and be pissed. And she's like, I know, I know. <laughs> She goes from what seems like it's being poised for a really rallying speech to like... She just, calms him down quick. She does calm him down. But I thought she was going to make a speech to everybody. Uh-oh. It seemed like we were... we were. I was excited to hear what Reba had to say. But then um, we've got... Oh, I just have Cannon Fuse. Um, so they've decided... They, they've been thinking about it for a little bit. I don't know how long they've been on the rock. But it's like, okay, well, what if we go fishing, basically? Well, because Bert says, like, I'm not going to starve up here. I'm just going to take one of these things, light it, and go for a walk. And they're like, that's a bit excessive. They're like, wait, hang on. And they're like, wait, wait, wait. They're like, no, that's giving me an idea. I'm not thinking that's what you should do. Um, and so they start throwing some rocks to get it to rally in an area. Um, they tie up a, a a bomb. They, you know, how 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 much how much fuse do you need? How long do you need to be? Like 15 seconds or something. And he's like... He knows. Like, he doesn't even measure it. He just like pulls it out, like cuts it, puts it on. And then he's like, where'd you get the, what is it? Is it cannon fuse? He's like, what's it for? Like from a cannon? Like, <laughs> duh. And then so Bert gets to live up to, I guess, his legendary cowboy. Because we get a little bit of that. Because he says in the, at the very beginning, you know, I've been in a stampede. Um, oh, you're going to do a lasso That's trick. trick. <laughs> like when they say like, well, who, who's the best on a horse? They all turn and look at him. Mm-hmm. So we don't really know any of his, like truly any of his past. It could have been interesting. But so he like lassos, lassos, throws it out. The thing comes up and eats it, pulls back down. And then we wait, wait. And boom. Kablooey. Gross, gross junk everywhere the kid should have gotten walter pecked oh he i mean he should have gotten completely just covered that would have been perfect yeah he deserved it i mean he did maybe see his dad get eaten i guess maybe that's kind of sad but um oh (laughs) where he wants a gun and and finally like he's like we're gonna make a run for it he's like here you go he gives him a (laughs) pistol like it's it's empty and he's (laughs) um it's like earl got it it's like, now we're going to try it again. I was like, well, now Val's going to get on it, which you know something's going to go wrong because he just has to hot shot it. For who, I don't exactly know. I mean, I guess maybe he's kind of starting to get a thing for Rhonda, but it's not the moment. <laughs> this isn't the moment for that. We do have when they're trying to light the fuse and they're all checking every one of their pockets, just like in the first scene. Mm-hmm. Great, great shot. Yeah, it's a really good comeback. And then it comes up. We also, we know it's not going to work entirely because we only got some like tentacles that are like kind of perusing the area when they're throwing rocks. And 
it grabs it and then it spits it out and it spits it back towards them. And it lands right on, on all the, <laughs> the other pipe bombs. Other pipe bombs. It's like, oh, come on. There's no way it could have planned that. But so they're trying to take cover. So some of them are off the rocks. We've got, of course, our trio, um, Rhonda, Earl, and Val are off the They've rocks. They've all been blown like 20 feet off the rock, which if I bet you if we Mythbusters that, I bet you all those burst discs are, uh, are yeah, done. They're, they're, they're not in good shape. And so then they're all just like, okay, we're standing still, be still. Like, okay, we're, we'll just, we've got one bomb left. Just use it so we can get back to the rock. It's like, no, what are we going to do? Like, we're going to starve in three days just sitting on this rock and like trying to figure out what to do, trying to figure out what to do. And Val's like, I've got a plan. And he just starts, starts, just running. starts running. Isn't that like the very beginning? It's like running is what you do when you don't have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Just running and running. They're running after him and she, because uh, they're like tapping again and she's like, I've got it. And she's got the <laughs> the lighter. So they're running to the edge, I guess the edge that we see at the beginning. And it's kind of like, um, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like we got to figure out something and they're lighting it and he's throws it and the throwing it makes it accelerate because they kind of throw it behind it. They're, which they say like you overshot it. But in doing so, it made it run away, so to speak, and plow through the edge of the mountain and fall in major splat. Ugh. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's where I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this movie's gross. <laughs> so then we're, we're back in town. We got the law. <laughs> I don't know what the law is going to do, but the law is there and they're checking things out. And it, it's been, it, it has to have been a day or two. Everybody's clean. Everybody is like, and they're getting new tires on. They're, they're headed to Bixby again. And uh, science girl comes up and she's like, science girl's going to do all the research. Yes. Like she just gets to do all, like, figure it out. So she gets to research her little heart out. Val's kind of like, uh, well, he pulls down all the pictures of, <laughs> of the other girl that's blonde and green eyed and ass and legs. He lets her walk away. Earl slams the hood down. He's like, come on, man. I'm working up to it. <laughs> so he walks over. He had a muttering to himself, like, why would a girl like this, like, want, you know, be interested in a guy like me? And true. Um, <laughs> but so they, they head over there and he's like, he stops her. They're looking at each other and they kiss. And I just, to tie our, our movies, our what were they thinking movies together, have Jack, I have to warn you, I've heard relationships based on intense experiences never work. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I got to say, though, I was waiting for some sort of smart line, some sort of something. No, nope, he's got nothing. Just, just kiss. Like, just kiss. That was it. Like, I don't have any ideas. I don't have. That's out, a, out of plans. Plans are done. Right. And then we end on a, re we got a Reba song with the credits. Yes, yes, yes. I was actually watching the credits on this, and a couple of things really stood out. The medic and the craft service was the same person. <laughs> I guess there's 14 actors. That couldn't have been a huge production. No, but I mean, I, I don't know how much all that outdoor. All I mean, there's got to be a ton of special effects people on just you know for all the practical effects that they were doing. Yeah, I don't know how that worked. And there was one person who was credited with the person to. Uh, Closed down the one road in Lone Pine, the town they were filming. <laughs> he was handling traffic, closing and, and opening the road. Lone Pine. It, yeah, it, apparently this is Lone Pine. I'm I'm familiar with is a town outside of L.A. where 
a lot of westerns have been shot. Well, I think we've done it. You got anything? I think so. No, I think I'm I'm ready to uh, say goodbye to uh, to Fred Ward. It's uh, boy, looking back here, he was great. He really was. He was on in this movie. So fantastic. I mean, I. I know this movie is dirty and dusty and lived in, and he fits right in with it. He's perfect. I mean, you can see kind of Kevin Bacon doing it, but he just, he seems like he's this character. I mean, that, right. Yeah. Fred Ward is this guy. Yeah. Like I said, we don't know his backstory. We, we, we get hints of his backstory, and he really lives it without us knowing. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh yeah, um, we'll wrap up and 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 I'll go deeper on some things. I didn't really have a ton of unanswered questions. Not out of really. This one. No, it might be a it might be a short. Oh, careful with that when I say a short going deeper. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I want to know about the business on this. Was this a hit? Why are there seven sequels and two TV series? Mm, what? That's true. Because I, I feel like this is something that didn't really live on in consciousness much. I don't know what else was going on. I think because Dick Tracy, I would say this the same thing. Movies that were big movies, but like just sort of fell by the wayside. I don't know. I have to see what else is going on in, in 1991. Okay. But uh, but yeah, what else you got, babe? I think that's it. I mean, R.I.P. Fred Ward. Um, love him in this. The only immediate, I know he's in a ton of things and he's awesome and everything I've ever seen him. I definitely think of him being in Sweet Home of Alabama. Yes, yes, but- yes, yes. yes. <laughs> But other than that, um, we can cross another Kevin Bacon movie off our list. And yeah, guys, we'll we'll catch you next week. We're going deeper. You can um, follow us on Instagram, Forbidden Cinema. Um, if you need uh, something in the in the interim, if you're all caught up, uh, check over on Minx on Max going deeper. Check it, that out. Uh, follow us on Instagram there as well. There's a season two coming, so you can get caught up on the first 10 episodes. And yeah, send us send us your feedback, your thoughts, your Fred Ward reminiscence reminiscences, whatever that word is, um, at uh, forbiddencinemapodcast at gmail.com. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye.